getting enjoyment out of people, you know, loving our product. When someone comes up and you know, says we had your pork and it was, you know, art real, best I've ever eaten, it just, you know, you just, it's like you tick that box, you know, and yeah, <laughs> no, never satisfied customer and that's that's what we want to achieve we don't want people to experience a bad experience with port we, we want it to be great and awesome so they come back this is the crackling i'm anthony huckstep there are many pig breeds farmed in australia all delivering very different culinary experiences for Sean Blankiron and his family, the Hampshire breed is central to their farm and business. Sean, how are you? Good, how are you I'm good. It's great to get you on the show. You've got a pretty unique farm there. Tell us a little bit about uh, the region and where you are. Uh, I'm in South Australia, a um, little town called Cainton. Um, yeah, probably well, 100 people there roughly, just on the the outskirts of the Barossa Valley, uh, sort of northeast outskirts of Barossa Valley, basically. Yeah, nice, nice spot. What, what's great about that region for pig farming? Um, I guess you're in a, well, Barossa Valley is known for great wine and also probably great produce now, too. Um, so, using that as a key marketing ploy um, for where we are works quite well. At the top of the show, I mentioned the Hampshire breed. Why did you settle on that? Um, we, well, years ago, guys from New South Wales used to send pigs down to the Adelaide show and I'd look after them as a young fella. And, yeah, one of the guys, he used to have some Hampshires and um, he, yeah, he basically gave us one one day and, yeah, took off, or just took off from there. Um, got to a point with them where we, we weren't sure what to do with them and then about, Seven or eight years ago, we um, well, a family friend was um, pestering us to uh, head to the Barossa Farmers Market with pork. So we um, we thought we'd use the Hampshire uh, for that um, and market that. And it's you know it's it's probably saved the breed um, in Australia to be honest by by doing that. Yeah, you're one of, one of the few breeders of Hampshire pigs in Australia. Why is that? Um, I guess that the industry is so commercialised these days um and you know people just don't want color coming through they just want white pigs um and it's a rare breed no i'm not a rare breed but um i'd actually be quite surprised how well they um uh grow um in our facilities crossing them over your standard white breeds so yeah tell us a little bit about what life is like on the farm for the pigs um, basically, we're 95% straw-based um, at our farm. Everything's uh, – we use what's called an eco-shelter. Um, so it's a, it's a dome-looking uh, shed or shelter. Um, so, yeah, natural ventilated, um, all straw-based. And then the pigs have got uh, – the grower pigs have ad feed, so as much as they want to eat um, on big six-ton feeders in each shed. And then, yeah, drinkers – uh, summertime, there's automatic um, misters that turn on to keep the pigs cool. And then our sour side of things, um, the dry sours are on um, ESFs, which is an electronic sour feeder. So the girls actually feed themselves in this unit. And they're also housed on straw. Um, it's the only, uh, yeah, the only ones that we have is the, uh, well, the maternity shed, I suppose you'd call it, with the sours and the little piglets. 
Tell us a little bit about the pigs. Do you have any sort of funny stories about what they like to deal with? Um, well, every pig's different, got their own personality. Um, each breed's different. Um, some are more fragile than others, so you just got to be patient with them. Um, they, yeah, they test you. They're good at breaking things. <laughs> so constantly, constantly fixing, welding. Um, yeah, they're inquisitive, so yeah, you just got to keep one step ahead of them. How did you um, first become a pig farmer? Tell us a little about, bit about your background. Uh, didn't have a choice, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I, um, uh, when I was little, mum and dad had um, maybe four or five sows here where we, me and my family currently live um, in some old pig stores, and that was yeah, from when I was born. And, yeah, I used to go to the Truro Pig Market, um, which is – 15 minutes up the road which actually still runs now um there's only two live pig markets left in australia and churro is still one of them uh yeah so i used to go there and stuff around and yeah obviously just got a passion for it that way and then yeah we our mum and dad bought the farm up the road um which which had no pigs on it at all and yeah basically we we end up moving up there and building um what we have now a pigger out there yeah, it all started from that, and yeah, I just yeah love pigs from the date, I guess. Take us through the life cycle of the pigs um, on the farm, sort of from birth all the way to you know when they go to market. Yep. Um, so the little ones are on mum for twenty-one days, um, um, so they come out of the uh, maternity shed about for oh, seven. Seven and a half kilos already at twenty-one days. Um, go into what we call a, a little weaner shelter. Um, they're in groups of about two hundred to two hundred and fifty, all straw-based, um, as much as they can eat. They're in no shelters for seven weeks, and then they move to a uh, grower shelter, um, and then yeah, at about 19, 18, 19 weeks, um, they're already at market weight at a hundred kilos. Um, so um, yeah, they don't they don't sit still. Uh, they they grow quite quick. Um, and yeah, by twenty two weeks, that whole shelter is basically being sold for our market and ready for the next um, cycle to come through. You mentioned briefly about the the diet that they have. Could, could you go into detail with it? And has that changed in regards to sort of the finished product of the pigs? Yeah, so I think we're running a roughly ten different diets on farm currently. Um, it, it it depends on the age and the size of the animal. Depending on yeah, that, will depend on what they're on. So at the start, we actually at about ten days old, we start them on a little creep pellet with mum, so they get used to um, eating solids, uh, and that's very high in protein and it's very sweet. smells smells really nice. So the the little fellas get into it, and then then they move on to a mash. We we mill everything on farm, um, so that it's a very high protein diet at the start so more more so wheat and peas and as they get older they sort of the wheat will start coming out and barley takes over as a filler so they by the end of it they're using more barley and, and peas and the wheat so and we we've run those diets for years um we don't like altering them too much because i think it has a massive part in the flavor of what we're currently producing yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about the impact that it does have on on the meat and the flavour of the pork. Uh, I guess you know, it's just it's consistent with what we're doing. So, 
yeah, we don't like to change it because we're worried something will happen. Um, I know a lot of other piggeries will use a byproduct in, in waste products, but um, you know, I question the taste of the product then. Um, you know, it, it is, you know, you do want to grow your pigs as quickly as you can, but at the same time, um, we're looking to do that, but also achieve a, a great flavour um, for the consumer. Um, because if, if they don't have a good experience, they won't come back. How how do you describe the taste of the Hampshire pork to people? It's sweet and juicy. Um, <laughs> very, which find it very hard to dry out because um, pork can be a very easy meat to you know, stuff up cooking. Uh, and you know the, the Hampshire, you know, it's a fatter breed, so straight away you got that more fat, which you know, fat is flavour. Um, don't care what one says, and then also the marbling in that, in the meat itself, um, yeah, just makes it awesome, an awesome product. Um, we can cook up a pork chop here, and you know, a day or two later, I can put it in the microwave, heat it up, and there'll still be juice running out of it. So, you know, that's that's a bit of is, is the Hampshire breed suited to specific uh, culinary applications? Like, is it better for small goods or for cooking from raw? What's what's sort of your take on that uh well, we use it for both um and they're both good so yeah i think i think more so if you know we're pushing it as a fresh product um because it's just it seems to be very simple to use um and it just it tastes bloody awesome really so best way to put it so yeah we want to keep it as a fresh product you can use your other pigs to Used for small goods because obviously you know, smoking and all that can you know help with the flavouring of the meat. How did you first take it to market? Yeah, I've um, so my wife and my mum uh, man the stall at the farmers market because I am um, I'm not I don't like doing that stuff. I like doing the hands on stuff around the back. So yeah, Amy and um, yeah, my mum do that uh, sort of take it in turns. Uh, also, my cousin helps there, and um, yeah, I think um, we well we received positive feedback from the first week, um, and yeah, our, you know, now I think we're seven or eight years in, and uh, the uh, the um, the trade we're doing there is very very consistent and yeah, very well, um, and then it's also led on to picking up a lot of Hawaiian restaurants in the Barossa, um, so. Majority of the restaurants in the Brossy, you'll find the Gumshire Anchier, um yeah, in the restaurants. So it's it's awesome to see. How does that feel um, seeing your product in those restaurants? Uh yeah, very good. Uh, cool. Um, uh, yeah, all, yeah. It's hard work, and it feels good to see your products there. Yeah, and I, I get great satisfaction out of yeah having the products there, and it's a big goal to. You know, feed feed everyone, but feed them feed them well too. So you get um, great pride out of it. You mentioned that uh, you prefer to be on the farm. Give give us a um, take on what's the average sort of day like for you on the farm. And on the time of the year, you know, you're, you're trying to get there at six six thirty in the morning, and um, general feeding is the main thing every day. Um, it's a couple of hours just to check everything and. Most of it's automated, but we still like to, you know, check and run through all the shelters and make sure everyone's fit and healthy. Um, and then it, we run like a four-week batching program, so it varies every four weeks. So like next week is um, weaning week, so yeah, the piglets get taken off mum, and the following is um, 
yeah, the sow's having piglets, and then, yeah, it can alter a fair bit um, each week. So, yeah, get a fair bit to do. But, yeah, long days, long hours, but it's a lifestyle, not a job. How, how do you feel being out on the farm? Um, I don't know. I don't know any better. That's <laughs> it's just what, what we know. Um, yeah, I don't think I could do a eight to a four job for somebody. Um, yeah, it's just what we know, I suppose. It's, um, yeah, it feels a bit like freedom sometimes, I suppose. But at the same time, you do, yeah, you do work hard, but it's part of it. Who's the cook in the house, and is there any sort of family signature pork dishes? Um, Ivy probably does more of the cooking here, but um, yeah, when it comes to pork, sometimes I'll, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I might. But um, yeah, I do, I, do, yeah, I've yeah, seen it. Um, get the port pretty right most times. Um, yeah, just a oh, just a nice pork roast in the Weber, um, or some American ribs in the Weber, um, slow cooked. Can't beat them. Um, my old man, who's so everyone knows him as Big Mick. Um, yeah, he's he probably does a pretty good pig on the spit. Um, it's hard to beat, and he eats his pork. Pork rolls, um, we do a lot of them at the local footy club that we sponsor through product. Um, yeah, we do a couple of times a year, the pork and gravy rolls, and, yeah, they're a massive hit throughout the Bross and here. So, uh, we haven't had the old Premier getting the go um, here the other year, so he quite enjoyed <laughs> uh, You mentioned that um, the majority of restaurants in the Barossa have your pork on the menu. Well, is there one or two dishes that you've had in a restaurant in the Barossa that you can tell us about that? sort of championed your pork? Um, yeah, so we've been to, I haven't been around to too many of them because they get out too much, but um, yeah, I've been to Harvest Kitchen a few times. Um, uh, the chef there, Jamie, I actually went to school with him, um, so kind of have that relationship from there, and yeah, he's, he does some unreal dishes with our, with our pork. He, um, he had a scotch um, pork on the menu, um, and yeah, we actually went there for a sitting the other week because they moved... Um, their restaurant and it was oh, just you know mm-hmm. it's really like eating steak or well, is that it's better than steak it's pork it's, it just melted in your mouth and it was, it was unbelievable and um yeah i believe they're moving to a pork belly dish for a few weeks now to try all that so we'll probably have to run in there and give that a crack but yeah unreal job you you've been um pig farming for quite some time now what's sort of the keys to getting getting it right and getting the best pork product at the end um, playing with genetics, um, getting your feed right and all that, and your weights, sale weights, um, so you have a good product. Other key parts, I guess, um, just consistency, I guess. So, um, also, you know, the way the pigs are housed, um, you know, I, we feel it's a stress free environment. Um, you know, people say, you know, free range pork is the best, but what what we're doing is the next best thing from a free range because of our location and yeah, it's 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 a massive, you know, it's more about welfare of anything. It's how yeah, how the pig pigs and um, lived its life while it's been on our farm. You built this amazing brand there in uh, the Barossa. Um what's what's next for you guys? Moving it probably close to Adelaide, I suppose. Yeah, making it bigger and better. Um having the time to do that is <laughs> Is the next thing um, so much to do? Uh, um, yeah, probably key to moving into Adelaide. With you know, we 
we won some major awards this year um, with Champion Pork Exhibit at the Sydney Fine Foods. And then um, we also got a Champion Open Pork, I believe, was it uh, Perth Fine Food Show only a few weeks ago. Um, so, you know, that if it could, could um, take business into other cities yet as well, um, who knows? And yeah, we'll wait and see, I guess. But um, yeah, definitely bigger and better things ahead. Do you think um, Hampshire is a breed that you'll stick with or do you see yourself sort of moving into other breeds? No, we'll definitely push the Hampshire more. Um, you know, we're probably the leading and the biggest breeder of the Hampshire in, in Australia. I know a few guys on the East Coast that um, have some and they're starting to market them a little bit now, which which is good because um, we don't want to be the only ones. We want to see it, you know, running around the whole country, I guess, Hampshire, um, make it unique. And you know, to, the best way to keep the breed alive is to is to eat the breed, basically. Um, yeah, and that's what we've done and created. And we probably we probably over doubled the herd size of the Hampshires in the last seven years by doing that. Wow! Well, you've created an amazing brand there in the Barossa. What do you What do you love about what you do? Um, getting a, getting an enjoyment out of people. You know, loving our product. Um, whether it's through our butchers we supply or the restaurants or just buying direct from us um, when someone comes up and you know, says we had your pork and it was you know art real best I've ever eaten it just it's like you know you just it's like you tick that box you know, and you're <laughs> no, never satisfied customer and that's that's what we want to achieve we don't want people to experience you know a, a, a bad experience with pork we, we want it to be great and awesome so they come back and you know it helps our industry as well if we can get more people eating our pork, they'll look at pork differently. Well, uh, Sean, congratulations on the awards recently and look forward to seeing where you take Gumshire in the future. Um, please keep in touch and we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for the time, mate. This is The Crackling, a Deep in the Weeds production in partnership with Porkstart. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we catch up with some of Australia's best chefs and pork producers to discover what makes Australian pork so special.